First Take the Sports Show, fellas, introduce yourselves. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. New nickname alert, Dodo Power Ranger. Because I see a bad chick and I morph into the man of her dream. What do you guys feel about that? Goodness. Yes, no, okay. oh, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. All right, go oh, next. Oh. There we go. It's all good. <laughs> you know what it is. I'm your man, EQ. This is Worst Take. Let's go ahead and get it. You know what it is. I'm <laughs> triune, and I got a couple PSAs before we get into this docket, you heard? So number one, if you're watching this on the Worst Take channel, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Hit the notification bell so you can be notified when these episodes drop and share them with a friend. If you're watching this on the I Am Doughboy TV channel, for one, if you're here and you're not subscribed, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Crazy. So subscribe here, make sure you hit the notification bell because this channel has more than just worst take content, it has a lot more. As well, in the worst date, in the worst take description, there will be um, a link where you can go to the worst take page and subscribe. Make sure you do that as well as like, comment, hit the notification bell and share it with a friend of yours. So bang, 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 those bang. are the PSAs getting to this docket, fellas. So Kyrie he, Irving, our favorite guy here at Worst Take, said mm. that he is not focused on basketball. How mm -hmm. do we feel about Kyrie saying this? And does this affect the Nets chances going into the playoffs? I'm going to start with you, EQ. How do you feel about it? Since I know Man, this nigga Kyrie just can't help himself, can he? He just cannot help himself. Um, I don't know how I feel about being his teammate if he's not focused on basketball. Ooh. I'll just be uh, completely honest. I understand that there are things going on in this world. I understand that it's worth bringing attention to social justice issues or social injustice, I guess I should say. And, you know, a, a big ass plate of other issues that we have going on. I completely get that and using your platform and that part, I'll give him credit for. This is not the time to be talking about you're not focused on basketball, okay? You're going into the playoffs. <clears throat> Again, his superstar teammates, they've only played eight games together. I understand that they're just under some, you know, convoluted, uh, you know, delusion of grandeur that they're going to hop into the playoffs and everything is just going to be fine. Look, it's not. It's, it's not just going to be fine. Um, I don't like it. Again, I'm sure that some of his teammates feel some type of way about this. They're going to continue, uh, continue to um, be enablers and allow him to say shit like this. But it's just, come on, man. Like, we're, we're watching Kyrie to watch basketball, okay? That's what we're doing. And the fact that he came out and said this right before the playoffs start is just, it's just silly to me. As many things as Kyrie is smart about, I feel like this is really dumb. Again, go boy. I <clears throat> I'll take it a step further. I I would just rather Kyrie just retire. I I really and I and I'm not even saying that for added effect. It's just like, bro. And I well, first of all, let me just unpack why I say it that that way. For one, <clears throat> I hate when he just says this like nobody else cares about this. Like, no, nigga, everybody cares. Everybody sees this. Everybody's fucked up about it. So for him to even just say that, like, you know what I'm saying? Just to say. Like, oh, I, I, I'm worried about this. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, nigga, we all are. Like, we get it. But, bro, you play back. Like, listen, it's, it's, it's just the nigga just seems to do this all the time. He was the same person last year <clears throat> at the time of when they were trying to get the bubble going and get basketball going. He was like, no, we shouldn't play. Da -da 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 and because he couldn't play and he was injured. It's like, my nigga, I get it. The world is a terrible place. <clears throat> 
There are a lot of fucked up things going on in the world. And we got to deal with this shit all the time. But at the end of the day, everybody still has to go to work. We still got to take care of our families. We can't be so, and since he makes it so big of a deal and just say, this is what I'm focused on, bro, retire. You've made enough money. Go fight for the causes that you think are important and that you think should be handled right now. Because we come to you and motherfuckers pay your bills and pay your salary. We don't want you just to come on here and be like, man, the world is fucked. Like we get it bro but this is your job and if you don't want to do it just fucking say that quit making all these excuses about why you don't want to do this shit and i'm sorry i didn't mean to get so worked up about this but i'm getting about sick of this nigga with this bullshit and if i was his team and i'm like nigga we about to go to the playoffs what the fuck are you talking about right now i'm over Kyrie, nigga just quit or give the game checks back but stop doing all this fuck shit because it's irritating i'm sorry guys i'm no, smoking calm down I, i'll say this i think that Kyrie is manipulative as fuck and I think that Kyrie is an antagonist, and I think that Kyrie is somewhat of an attention whore. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I am, I'm a, I'm a former athlete. I played in high school at a pretty high level. I'm not saying I'm on Kyrie's level, but I do mm. understand what it takes to get to great things. And Kyrie Irving is so fucking skilled on the basketball court. There's no way that he doesn't practice every fucking day. There's no way that he doesn't train, weight lift, all that shit. So don't tell me that you don't give a fuck about basketball if you're maintaining that high level of a skill. Number two, listen, man, the media just has to stop feeding into what this motherfucker be saying. That's their job. Like, 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 they that's gotta, their job. Exactly. Wait, wait, what is it? What is it, EQ? It's their what? Their job. And his right. job is just to answer the fucking questions. Right, go, job. go ahead, try. Do you really think that Kyrie Irving going into the playoffs with all of the chips on the shoulders of him, of himself that we know that he has. You really think he doesn't give a fuck about basketball? You think when they roll the ball out there, he's just gonna be lackadaisical, oh, whatever. He's just gonna be giving the ball to the other team, I don't care. No, Kyrie Irving is a fucking competitor and one of the most competitive motherfuckers in the league. So I'm just tired of him making these stupid ass comments, bro. We. But you can do both. But but you see, I don't. Care, you can care about the issues of black people, and you can care about basketball. Well, it's not right. one blue of the other. But I think you can that care I, about at the same level because both of them are important to you. Okay, so and and that's that's a I get what you're saying, try. But let me let me throw a log onto that fire really quick. Okay. Who would you say somebody that, and I don't use this word a lot uh, because I think it's overused and people don't know the real definition, but who's someone that you idolized, whether it be for basketball because you were an athlete or whether it be as an MC because you're an MC, who's somebody that you idolized? Kobe Bryant. Okay. So when it came to Kobe Bryant, you wanted to work as hard as he did you wanted to respond the way that he did, come off the way that he did, and use him as as an influence and a conduit for how you operate, right? Oops. Would you would you say that that's fair? Yes. Okay. So in this same breath, Kyrie tries to say that Kobe was his idol and that he wanted to idolize and be like and match his game after Kobe. The way that Kobe said that about Michael. Nothing Kyrie does is like Kobe Bryant. Nothing. Nothing Zero. this nigga does Zero. is like Kobe Bryant. Zero. He's a massive manipulator. He is an attention whore. And you know what? Just to throw some other little sauce on there, and I might be petty, that whole shit with Kaylani is starting to figure itself out, Ooh. isn't it? 
<laughs> we get it now. We team K. Lottie oh, now. Okay, we get right. it. This nigga's yeah, a whole yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's starting to make more sense. I'm not even touching that. So next, next topic, Lakers versus Warriors for the play-in. Who are we picking to win? And could the Warriors pull off the upset? Doughboy. Listen, man. Now, I want to come on here and, and just say, because I'm a Laker fan, you know, and I am a true Laker fan, you know, for the past season. You know what I mean? Because I, I had to wait my 10 years <laughs> after moving from Sacramento. So I want to say, no, listen, it's good. We're going to beat the shit out of them. We're bigger. We're stronger. We're faster. We're deeper. All of those different things. But there's something about me that is very nervous about this Steph Curry nigga, bro. Like he's just playing in a type of way and he's doing some kind of things that just, they concern me. A lot. I feel like this is going to be the, the just the game of the playoffs for me either way because we get to see Steph go versus LeBron again and they've kind of been having a back and forth in the playoffs and now for them to be doing this in a one game playoff to go to the playoffs. So I'm going to pick the Lakers because I'm a Laker fan and I, I want this to go. But would I be shocked if, if, if this nigga Steph gets in that bag and because I just feel like that would just look great for this nigga's highlight reel of his career if he somehow wills these niggas to beat the reigning NBA fucking champions and there should be MVP with LeBron James because he got robbed for the MVP last year for the league but if he beats this nigga with AD right now and and sends them home oh my god but I'm picking the Lakers, but I'm crossing my fingers when I pick them because I'm scared, Dude. nigga. All right. So you guys know I like to win bets. Um, being in Vegas, obviously, has, has, <laughs> uh, has not helped that. But I'm going to say it, bro. I think I think the Warriors are going to win this game. Oh, my I think God. There's more. You didn't just say that. You're not a Laker fan. I am because I'm looking at the long game. So here's the long game. Okay. The long game is that the Lakers, if they win the playing game versus the Warriors, then they're the seventh seed. Right. Mm -hmm. If you win the second game. So if they lose in game one and then face the winner of Spurs Memphis, they end up as the eighth seed. I honestly think it might be in the Lakers' best interest to lose it. To lose what? No. Yeah. Blasphemy. Because if the playoffs started today, right? Like if 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 say say that the Lakers get the seven seed, right? They go out, they win game one. Um, you know, I'm bringing up the standings actually, but, but if let, me, let, up, me, let me let me let me let me ask you this. Warriors, can I ask you a question while you bring up the standings? Yeah, because I got. I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand something. How does this playoff system work? I thought okay. it was a one game play, and if the Lakers lose, nah. they go home. No, 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 no. So okay. the way that it is is the seven and eight seed play each other, okay, which is Lakers versus Warriors. Okay, the winner of that game gets the seven seed. Okay. Oh, so they're both gonna make the playoffs. Right. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, no, you not necessarily. So so let me explain. Okay, okay. So the first game, Lakers Warriors, whoever wins that game gets the seven seed. Bar okay. none. Okay. Is in. Okay. For the other game, Memphis for San Antonio, whoever wins that game plays the loser of Warriors Lakers. 
the winner of that game gets the eighth seed. Gets the eighth seed. And the loser gets kicked out. Right. So the way that I'm seeing this now, Mm -hmm. personally, I would rather face the Jazz than the Suns if I'm the Lakers. The Jazz Mm -hmm. have the number one record in the West. I understand that. But they don't have Donovan Mitchell. And they've been a little banged up. And I don't see them personally as much of a playoff threat as I do the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul got a chip on his shoulder. Devin Booker is playing out of his mind. They have the sixth man of the year uh, candidate and most improved player candidate in Mikael Bridges. They, I mean, they have a lot going on and they're well coached with Monty Williams. So I personally think that there might be a little bit of a conspiracy going on where if the Lakers lose the game versus the Warriors, they're not tripping. They'll beat the Grizzlies or their Spurs easily. So, so you're they, just so, but so, but, but so you would take that chance to say if you lose to the Warriors, you're just guaranteeing a victory versus the Spurs or the yeah. Grizzlies. Yeah, I don't know, nigga. Roll, this roll, is a crazy league. I don't roll, know. One, I wouldn't want to take one that of those chance. guys out there. I just watched the way San Antonio and Memphis have played the last five games, and they have not played well, not at all. And Memphis got smacked by the Warriors. The other I day. wouldn't want to take the chance of possibly missing the playoffs entirely just to duck the fucking Suns. They're not that good. Well, they are. No, the I'm not saying be. they duck them. I'm just saying that I I don't think the Lakers come out with A1 intensity versus the Warriors. I think they come out with a mindset of, oh, well, if we don't win, then, you know, we'll beat up on Memphis to San Antonio and end up playing the Jazz. I said, what say you, Triu? Yeah, I'm picking the Lakers to win, but I ain't gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous about it. Um, <laughs> Me too. Look, man, it's just like the, the NFL playoffs, man. It's a one game fucking thing. <laughs> Steph Curry can go off for fucking crazy. 60 in one game and win. Steph Curry can win one game. Like him by himself can win one game. I'm not too concerned about them in a seven game series because you have time to strategize and make adjustments and do all right. these other things. But Steph Curry can win one fucking game. That's what 100%. So I'm nervous, um, but I'm not too nervous because I don't really see Memphis or San Antonio as a threat. We'll be in the playoffs. It's just a matter of who we play. As far as the postseason stuff, I'm indifferent, bro. I don't really give a fuck who we play when we play them. I think the Lakers, when healthy, can be anyone in the league. And I don't see the West as being as stacked as they were even two or three years ago to where I don't really look at Utah as a real threat to go to get make it out of the West. But that's my I point. I don't see the Suns as a real threat to make it out of the West. I don't see these teams as being like a lock to win it all. So I think the Lakers can run through the West regardless of, you know, of, well, of home here's what I'm saying. seeing all of that shit. As a Laker fan, though, here, here are the two games you'd have to play if you're in the seven. If you're in the seven, you got to face Phoenix, and then you got to face the winner of Denver and Clippers in the semifinals. That seems more difficult to me than playing Utah in round one and the winner of Portland-Dallas in round two. Right. I'd rather play the Trailblazers and the Mavericks in round two as opposed to the Clippers or the Nuggets. That's just me as a Laker fan. I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's move on. Matt LaFleur says the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back in the worst way. This was fun. Is there any way that they can work this out and get back on track? And uh, if they don't, how will the Packers look like without him? We'll start with you, Dope. 
fuck no, they can't fix this shit. And this shit just looks laughable and ridiculous. And I'm starting to really get irritated how franchises think that they own players. Like, <clears throat> I get it, you're signing contracts, and I get it. So you are contracting to do a job for somebody. But I feel like these owners and shit and these GMs and all that type shit, I feel like they feel like they can just treat you like shit, trade you if they want to, do whatever type shit, draft people like without talking to you. Like they could treat you like shit <clears throat> and then just be like, oh, so what, nigga, you under contract. Like, and I feel like the more that they keep acting like they didn't disrespect this nigga, the more he's gonna dig his fucking heels in and be like, fuck y'all for real. And I feel like if they get, if they, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna be terrible i feel like they're not going to really be that good with him but i feel like they're going to be god awful without him they're going out i think they just picked up another quarterback so now they got like three quarterbacks four quarterbacks on the roster now i believe like <clears throat> he ain't fucking with them they need to just let him go and get whatever they can get from him and stop acting like they own him like 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 as like as a piece of physical property and the the, the packers are just going to be trash either way this is this ain't a good look but i feel like they owe that man a public apology or something because all this shit and them just acting like it's all good i feel like that's going to piss them off more q yeah the public apology is not coming though it's just it's <laughs> it not, has to bro it's not nope it's not coming and right now matt lafleur looks like the dude outside of the chick's window with the stereo up right <laughs> that's what he looks like he looks like you know with the trench coat on, you know he's got how he's got. I don't know what love is, or I want to know what love is, blaring out the speakers. This is pitiful, man. This is really, really. This is like you asked a girl to the prom, and then she went with your friend, or you heard like rumors she was going with your friend. Like it's just sad. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not. I told you he's not going to play another game in a Packers uniform, man. It's just not happening. He's not going to do it. He's not going to show up to camp. He's going to show up. If he does show up, he's going to show up. He's going to be um, non-cooperative. He's not going to be doing OTAs and all these other things. He's not. And the Packers would be really good with him. They win 10 games every year as long as Aaron Packard or Aaron Rodgers is putting on a Packer uniform. But at this point, man, it's over. It's, it's a done. mess. This it's a is, mess. This is basically begging. This is what a dog does <laughs> salivate right before you give him a treat. Aaron Rodgers is just holding his bone and Matt LaFleur is just salivating and getting all upset. And Aaron Rodgers is going to end up putting it back in the jar anyway. He's not even going to give him nothing. So, no, it's over. The Packers are going to be in disarray without him. Either they're going to have to put out uh, Jordan Love, who's their quarterback they drafted to replace Aaron Rodgers, which was not the plan to do it this early, or they're going to have to play Blake freaking Bortles. So uh. good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, once again, Hail Mary pass. I agree with you guys. This shit is ass backwards. These are conversations that should have been had behind closed curtains before any of this shit came out in the press. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't think that they're going to get this back on track. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stand on his and they're going to look terrible without him. They didn't really make um, any, you know, any, any free agency moves. They did draft a, a QB and I think that he's potentially um, a middle of the road to bottom of the pack QB. I don't really see him being like um, a franchise QB or anybody <laughs> you're going to win much with. Uh, this is just a shitty situation for the Packers. They should have gotten their shit together a lot earlier. They should have thought about um, 
about Aaron Rodgers and his future and his future with the Packers before they decided to go fucking draft a quarterback and never fucking draft any skills players. All they had to do was tell him. Yeah. All they had to do was say, hey, man, you're 35. You're getting older. We want to draft a guy you could teach to. I'll even I'll even go further than that. Hey, man, how are you feeling? How long do you think you're going to play? Let's have an honest conversation. We're going to support you. We want you to retire a Packer, even if that means that maybe we don't have such great years towards the end of your your you know your career. But let's have a real conversation about what it is that you want to do because us treating you right and righting the wrong from the Brett Favre saga is probably something that we want to do as an organization. Absolutely. Well, I agree. This just looks I'm terrible. Just, I'm just that. saying all they had to do was tell them. Just talk to them, motherfucker, man. God damn. They, 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 they refuse to do that. All right, moving on. J. Cole made his pro basketball debut. He's playing in a basketball league in Africa. Um, how do we think Cole can take this? Um, how do you feel about his new album? And uh, what o- what other rapper do you feel can can join a professional basketball team and contribute? Doughboy, we'll start with you. Man, can we just give J. Cole his flowers just for being one of just the illest niggas? Like, how dope is this? The fact that he's playing, I believe the team that he's playing for is a Nigerian team. That's super fucking dope. Like, the niggas balling. Like, that's just super crazy dope. I haven't had a chance to, to hear the whole new album. I heard like two records off of the shit, but the shit that I heard was so amazing. That I just stopped it because I was like, I want to hear this album in its entirety. But from what I'm hearing, the streets is talking. It's um, pretty fucking amazing. So shout out to him. And um, how far can he take this? <clears throat> Who knows, man? I think that if if he can survive in this league and maybe get a season or two out of it, I can see him at least, you know, being able to elevate to a G League team and possibly finding his way to a roster in the NBA. From what I understand, the Pistons had gave him a tryout back in the day and he just came a little bit short of that i'm like bro if master p can make it when master p made it i feel like j cole could uh could do that as well and who else do i think could be in the league um i think dave east because you know you guys know dave east used to actually play with kevin Durant back in the day mm-hmm. so apparently he was super nice so i feel like maybe a dave east or two chains could uh can make it in the league so those those would be my two picks if i had to pick even though you only asked me for one two um yeah i mean shout out to cole this is dope um he's bringing attention you know to a a league that we probably wouldn't be watching if it wasn't for him so props to him you know and the things that he's done for the motherland i've heard a lot of things that he's done for africa just in general you know so um shout out to him i'm a huge cole fan i've been a huge cole fan since before Friday Night Lights and all of that different type of stuff back in the day when who that was like, <laughs> niggas was like, who is this? And I'm like, oh, you know, what I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've been a Cole fan a long time. I listened through the album all the way. Um, it was really good. It wasn't great to me. Oh, that, you're the first that, person to say this. That's not, that doesn't mean it wasn't really good. It was really good. Like, try, I'll tell you, I text him like within hours after it came out and I was already like <clears throat> on the way to, you know, like going through the whole thing. And I r- ran through the whole album twice. Um, You know, there, there are certain songs on there that like really moved me. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I guess for me, my favorite song on the album is 95 South. 
So for that to be number one, it was just like the rest of the album was really good. It just that was that was the peak for me. Would you say that um, this is his worst album? Like, is it no. is it where do, where do you rank it on his albums? Like, is it top three of his? Uh, I mean, again, this is all opinion. Right, right, right. I think it. I think that if we're talking about albums, I think this probably falls to like number four, three for me. Okay. Three or four? Okay. I, I think wow. three for me. Okay. My number one album of all time from Cole is not the popular opinion. Um, Sideline Story was fucking amazing front to back to me. Really? Uh, that album. Yeah. That album was insane. To me. I think I got. I think I got the warm up as number one. That was a mixtape, but that shit was. That was. Just... Well, I don't count that. <laughs> I'm counting. Okay, I count his mixtape as number one. Okay, yeah, no mixtapes. The mixtapes were crazy. We won't even go there. But as far as albums, like. To me, this was number three. Uh, Sideline Story is my my favorite. That that Mr. Nice Watch feature from Jay Z was crazy. Mm -hmm. Sideline Story was crazy. In the morning was on there with uh, with Drake. So I mean, like you know, there was a lot of shit that was on there. That shit was flame. It had the joint with uh, Trey Songs uh, was on there. Uh, Can't get enough. All that album was fire. Crazy. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, and as far as how far he can take it. I would say I could see J. Cole signing a 10-day contract. Nice. I don't know if he'd be like an NBA league player, <clears throat> but I would say that I could see him playing in the G League, you know, having a you know, stretch of games that was really crazy and him getting a 10-day contract somewhere. I could definitely see that. Nice. All right. Um, as far as his pro basketball debut, it was whatever. Um, dude had three points, that put back look really amateurish it looked like some fucking some playground <laughs> shit i just don't uh, <laughs> God, I, I, shit, look, what did he do to you <laughs> and i have friends that play professional basketball i know what this right, right, like right. up close and personal i'm not saying that i could do it but i'm saying right. i saw what i saw on the court and that is an african league that's probably not even as good as a like d1 college basketball so I don't, I don't, I don't see him taking it too far. I don't, I don't think he could ever play in anything NBA ever. This is not, not now. J. Cole is also like 35. Maybe if he tried this, when he was 25. This would have made more sense. But at 35, you're fighting father time and you're fighting like other guys that have 15 years of training that you haven't been putting That's in. Right. So I'm kind of cool on whatever his basketball shit is. As far as the album, I thought it was elite rapping over so-so beats and so-so songs. Um, I was really underwhelmed by it. Um, as far as his catalog, um, I put it number four. I put uh, Forest Hills number one. I put Vilmatic number two. I put KOD number three. And then this comes right after that. And it, you can go back and forth with Sideline Story. Um, you know, Q, that I'm not a huge fan of Sideline Story. I felt like that was um, very immature, cold, trying to figure his way. And there's certain songs on there that are slappers. Don't get it fucked up. But the there songs are songs on there are the best, though. The nah, there, there's a lot of filler for me on there. Um, I like more mature cold. I, I really do. As far as any other rappers that need to come, none. Like most rappers are five six, five eight. Like they're not like these are not about game. Game can play. Game's game, got game. Game is forty. <laughs> yeah, we're game talking is about forty years old. Like right no. now. game maybe fifteen years ago. You got to remember, dog. The average age in the league is like twenty five. 
No, it's fact. He's forty. These that's guys. why I didn't even answer because I can't think of any rappers right now that could do it. Even yeah. Quavo. What he, about yeah? What about Offset? Offset got can no, Offset man, the points? These are like five guys. nine. These little guys. What five are, nine. Man, no way. No how. Slim th Okay, okay. Take the age factor out of it. Let's just say rappers in their prime. So, so that could open it up a little bit. Master P. Master P. Okay. What about Slim Thug? Slim Thug is about six seven. I never seen him hoop. Uh, you're right. Same. And game is big. Game is like six five, but he's game, not a yeah. hooper like that. Game. He be hooping. Game was playing like in the G League. Game was never playing in the G League. He well, he was playing in some league. Yes, with, with niggas. Yes, he played in the fucking Drew League. The Drew League. The Drew League. <laughs> Drew League. If you look at games, <laughs> game, it's more on some. Boat. What is the Drew League? What does the Drew League do? It's a league, though. It'd be, it'd be hoopers in that motherfucker, though, right? That's not just a regular league. The Drew League, hey, it'd be yo, having pros got, in there, too, you right? You got a gym down the street from your house? I do. Like I'll beat like you one-on-one like on one if that's what you're trying to say. Like a park in gym? Not a workout yeah. gym, like a like a yeah. basketball court? Uh -huh. I'm sure there's a league there, too. It, the Drew League... The Drew League, if I'm not mistaken, the Drew League has professionals in it, correct? Yes, the Drew League does have professionals in okay. it. Okay, and he plays in that. He does play in that. However, it's also not a high-intensity league. Game, right. look, I'm not hating on game. I'm not saying the nigga can't. I wasn't saying no, he was hating. I wasn't saying he was not, And I'm not comparing him to me in any kind of way. I don't even think I could play in the Drew League today. He right. definitely keeps himself in better shape than I currently do. Right. So I give him all that. But there's a difference between professionals and non-professionals, especially when it comes to the four big American sports. Right, and that's but that's what I was saying. But that's the reason why I was picking game as well is too is because the nigga used to play in high school and even in college, and then he got stopped because he was like selling weed or and, something. And trust so, me, if he was that big of a prospect, fuck weed, they would have seen him through, and uh, that charge would have went through. And then on top of that, trust me, game was not passing up NBA checks for fucking Interscope checks. I know that musicians don't make. Nowhere near what these pro niggas make. Come on, man. Get Most it. of them don't. Yeah. This, and, and, and two chains, two chains, damn near went to the league. You do as you niggas did. Yeah, bet no. you didn't know that. Damn near. I, didn't know that. I yeah. did know that, and it's that's why LeBron near. executive produced his album because he knew he was going to go it, to the it, league, and they could have been teammates in a parallel universe. It's damn near for a reason. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like it's right. very, there's 450 jobs, my nigga. So I'm right. not hating on somebody that doesn't make it. Right. It's really fucking hard. You got to be really fucking good to, to make. I get no, I get that. I'm just saying that I just could see other niggas making it to the like if Master P, because Master P was a nigga like, and he was like, I think he was like 30 or 32 or some shit when he played. Like, I think there's some niggas if you got him in their prime, because Davies used to play with with, with Kevin Durant. Another one, I yes, think he could Dave, do it, so. yeah. Davies is another one, and right. once again, Kevin Durant went to the league. And Dave East did not. He ended up being a rapper from Harlem. I'm right. just saying, it's much easier to be a rapper than it is to be. I got you. An NBA. Yeah. All right, so um, I know Q, you didn't watch it, so I'll, you know, we can halt on your comments. But Doughboy, I definitely want to get your commentary on this, and I'll definitely give mine. 
No, no, I didn't know that was the thing. I didn't get to watch it either. That's why I was telling you. I didn't okay. get to watch it either. All right, then I did, and I won't get into it. We can do, oh, you want me, you guys want me to spill or we can go? Yes, no, I still want you to, yeah, because we definitely, I just didn't get a chance. I had a really busy weekend, but what, All right. tell us about I it. I didn't plan on watching it. I was out of town this weekend, and I just ended up pulling up my phone and, and, and watching it from the little DVR app I have on my phone. Okay. And um, it was really tough to watch, man. Really. We're talking That's about the Kobe. We're talking about the Kobe Hall of Fame. Yeah, induction. we're talking about the Kobe Bryant Hall of Fame induction right. speech that was given yeah. by Vanessa Bryant and Michael Jordan accompanying her on stage. Mm -hmm. um, it was just really tough to watch, man. Um, I don't know much about Vanessa, nor have I heard her speak that often, so I don't know if. Um, I'm wrong in saying this, so pardon me, anybody that's close to that family, if I'm saying something wrong. This is just my perception. That's it. Um, I just feel as if her Tony speech was, I feel as if her speech is more about, was more about her keeping it together than it was about the quality of the speech. And that made it really, really difficult to watch because um, every, I, I felt like she was, being extremely hard and like guarded and like, you know, just walls up rather than speaking from the heart. And I could see the pain behind that wall. So it was really tough. Um, you know, she spoke about Kobe from a very personal perspective, obviously, because I was his wife. And, um, you know, she spoke about the kids. She spoke about the day that it happened and how, you know, he kissed her on his way out. And she spoke about things that he may even be saying in like a spirit realm about her. It was just really emotional if you're a Kobe Bryant fan or if you're a Laker fan. Um, you know, it still feels very, very just, just weird. It, it, right. I, I've never been settled with this yeah. with this early death. I, I I don't know if I ever will be until maybe we're old men. But um, it's still just really tough to accept. Um, one thing that I will say that I was a little bit let down by the by the speech was um, Michael Jordan. You know, he was just on stage and just kind of accompanied her, and I would have really um, loved to hear him speak. Mm. So that's really about it. So um, that has been Worst Take. Fellas, introduce yourselves. This is your boy, Doughboy. New nickname alert, the Domino Effect. Okay, I got to keep working on Domino Effect. I don't know. I, okay, I'll see you guys next week. Q. You know what it is. I'm EQ. We're Worst Take. Subscribe, comment, like. You know what to do. Get and I've been Triune, and this has been Worst Take. We'll see y'all next week.